Alright, romance nerds. Well, we're doing a whole long series of medieval books, so we thought we should probably recommend some medieval books to you. But on the vein of medieval women or women in medieval times kicking butt and taking names or being spunky. Can I can I be honest with you guys? Because I love being honest <laughs> to my romance nerds and to Jackie. I don't really read a lot of medieval nights, so I'm like cramming through my Goodreads and like She's struggle busting over here. Part of it, too, is I'm really scared to recommend something that at the time I'm like, oh, I liked this Connie Mason when I was in high school. Oh, yeah. And since then, it's like an awful book in reality, which I'm very scared of, particularly with medieval and knowing that like what happened with the Crusades and everything that Jackie just talked about in her newest episode about how all of knighthood is like a lie. <laughs> so I am sitting here with my Goodreads like sweating. So I don't know how this time thing, yeah. I don't know how this Minnesota is going to sound for me. Jackie's going to be fine. I am going to be like, yeah. so take mine with a grain of salt, please. Take two of mine with a grain of salt. <laughs> so to be fair, I did talk about five instead of just the requisite three. So, you know, I'm mm -hmm. ahead of the curve, but the first one I would like to recommend is the blacksmith queen and the rest of the scarred earth saga by G a Aiken. Um, it might be a bit of a cheat because it is fantasy, but it's inspired I mean, by it's, medieval it's culture. It's set in a medieval world, basically. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's so much overlap with fantasy. And we had that conversation during fantasy about why so much of fantasy sounds medieval, medieval paradigm. Yeah, yeah. And that's the whole world. And I mean, come on. Book one features a queen who is a blacksmith, and she controls a pack of ghost wolves. Yeah. And she falls in love with a centaur, mm -hmm. who's a shapeshifter. Don't right. worry, they don't get it on centaur form. Yeah. I have some books like that. If you want that recommendation, let me know. But I just have to mention it because it was the first one that popped in my head when I was like, medieval women kicking butt. Mm -hmm. She has a giant hammer that she made herself and she goes yeah. and takes people's heads off. Mm -hmm. She's cool. Like mine as well, Nimona is not technically a <laughs> traditional medieval. And I'm not even sure it counts as a medieval except there are knights in it. Yeah, but she's a knight. Yeah, so this one I can recommend because it is still excellent even after I read it like, I don't know, 10 years it's or something ago. Nimona. Nimona, it is by the author N.D. Stevenson. So uh, search for that name because the author has since changed their name and th their pronouns. And you, I don't know if you can still find it under the original name or not, but just like ND is pretty much what's I think accepted. It's on ND, yeah. Yeah, well, um, it's on Goodreads. Yeah, okay, perfect. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's what the, the name is now. So Nimona is about a shapeshifter who decides she is going to apprentice herself as a like minion sidekick type of job role to this knight who is accused of killing the queen of the mm. country and it unwinds this whole tangled conspiracy and it's friendship and betrayal and love and the art is just amazing yeah and like this is something they did kind of like lazily on tumblr <laughs> so that's saying something but the story is really fun it, it is a really great netflix film now they just released it like last month or something i watched it it was actually excellent and i don't watch a lot of movies but very very good if you guys are into graphic novels at all ya if you just want a good laugh nimona definitely please excellent my next two again are not technically romance but i cannot not mention these if we're talking about medieval women kicking butt because they're based on actual medieval women so this is two together by the way this is the rebel nun by marge charlier charlier c-h-a-r-l-i-e-r and joan by Catherine j chen 
As their titles and genre suggest, they are both based on historical people and events. The Rebel Nun is set in the 6th century, and it's about Clotilde. It's based on the true story of Clotilde, who was the daughter of a 6th century king and his concubine. And she leads a rebellion of nuns against the medieval church. Ooh. Yeah, she's cool. And then Joan by Catherine J. Chen is obviously about Joan of Arc. Mm -hmm. And our clerk who works here, M, who is also a dear friend, is like telling me I have to read it next because I actually haven't read it yet. But okay. I read the summary and it sounds really good. Cool. So yeah, there are those two. This one I read in high school. So I'm very sorry in advance if it does not hold up because okay. I'm like skimming the reviews and the reviews are wild on ah. Goodreads between one and like four stars. So that's great. So Highlander in Her Bed by Ali McKay. It is again not a traditional medieval but it is a very cool time traveling book. <laughs> that's a she, theme. <laughs> yes, because I don't, that is actually kind of interesting that there is so much medieval Scottish time travel. Like, that is a very niche thing outside of all the rest. Maybe we have to talk about it at some point. Mm. But she gets into this fight with who she just thinks is, like, a normal, handsome man. And, of course, no. He is actually a ghost who has hated her family for years. And then she suddenly meets him. And he's like, oh, but I like this particular guy. Okay. So it's great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds fun. Yeah. We like a ghost romance. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Um, and I will also throw it back. And I'm also going to talk about two time travel books because, again, it seems to be a thing, especially like in this time period of writing. It definitely seems to be a thing. Yeah. Um, these two books came out at the height of the time slip and paranormal romance trend and both feature a 20th century heroine and scholar who team up with a medieval warrior. Son of the Morning by Linda Howard. I am terrified to read again because the last time we mentioned Linda Howard, it ended up being really terrible with Mr. Perfect. And we were like, we should not it have sucks, mentioned that like, book. And that's another one where I had such fond memories of reading Linda Howard as a kid. God. And now I am a little scared because like one of my favorites, the, the hero is like half Native American. And now in hindsight, I'm like, oh, God, what was that book actually? And Son of the Morning, I read it in 2019 and I gave it a decent review. So I'm like, OK, 2019 Jackie was a pretty savvy Jackie. Mm. Kind of. That's cute. Savvy so, Jackie. Savvy Jackie. That should have been your review name. Oh, that would have been great. Okay, anyway. Well, you wouldn't do hoiding on for a hero, so should have done something fun. <laughs> that is still good. Maybe I'll use that eventually. Just but um, Son of the Morning is about Grace St. John, who accidentally sees her boss kill someone, and she stumbles back in time through the use of a 14th century manuscript and becomes embroiled in the hunt for the treasure of the Knights Templar. She's first captured by it, then she enlists the help of a brutal brooding scottish warrior the black nile neil nile i never know how to pronounce that one who penned the manuscript she used to time travel i also want to recommend if this is still your groove the spell of the highlander by karen marie monning which is one of my all-time favorites and another one i really am scared to recommend to some people because i know that kmm has had some things she's done and said about her like recently for the highlander one or her other series her other series. Oh, because I feel like the Highlander, it's just Highland stuff. Yeah. And I, I know when we read it for book club, everybody hated it, which really hurt my feelings. No. That's okay. Everybody which one did go. we read? I think we read this one. Oh, okay. Um, So this features a Highlander trapped in a mirror by a curse and an archaeology student who accidentally frees him. And together they travel to Scotland to try and break free of the curse. Then they travel through Standing Stones back to the 1200s to learn more information about what it'll take to break his curse and free him from the mirror for all time. Mm-hmm. Maybe we didn't read that one, actually. Because no, I, I loved it. that book, too. And again, like, there is probably something to the nostalgia 
of romance that you read in your youth. Yes. You know, for like people like me and Jackie who started way too young. <laughs> so there is a couple of authors and books we really cling to. Yeah. And it's like, it's still a comfort read. For I me. wish there was something I could say about it. It feels like a topic eventually, but it's like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know how to broach that. I topic. don't know. I'm like, am I a terrible person? Is it like, am I holding on to childhood? Am I like remembering like the comfort and like the, just the, the beginning of that discovery and like this lifelong love. And yeah. I don't know. That first feeling of reading mm-hmm. steam for the first time. Yeah. I don't know. Nostalgia is a hard factor when it weighs in with books and should we still like these books? Mm-hmm. But yeah, there is some medieval recommendations for there you. There you go. Featuring strong ass women. Yeah. So cool. Cool. Okay. Great. That went well. On that note, Jen, what do we always say? Hey, John! Bye, guys. Happy reading. Bye.